right into it without fear, without apprehension, like I normally have. <laughs> um, welcome to episode three of Julian's Lightroom. This episode is happening later than um, expected or maybe anticipated. I kind of had the idea in my head that I'd like to do one of these a week and when it came time to do the third episode on the third week, I made the choice that I didn't have to if I didn't feel like it, which was an empowering decision, um, knowing that I'm not just giving up on something that I'd like to create and something I think is important to me, but I had stuff going on that weekend, I, you know, uh, I can't even remember what was happening that specific weekend, but I remember either hanging out with friends or there was like just some other stuff I wanted to get done that needed to get done. And I, you know, don't necessarily want to force it just to get an episode out on a weekly basis, although a weekly basis and consistency would be nice. But, um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so that's why this one is a little bit later and I wanted to capture a bit of this brain space that I'm swimming in right now. It's uh it's been an interesting week, weeks, months, life. And it always is. And uh there are kind of these like ebbs and flows that I'm trying to navigate in my mental space. And today was kind of uh, freaking awesome in that sense because hmm, how should I say this um, something that I some I feel like I'm like glossing over things I should be saying instead but going to ignore that thought and just continue See, these are the thoughts that come like barreling through space and like crack me across the jaw with like a fist of doubt <laughs> and uh I'm learning to just eat it and uh continue um but yeah today I kind of conquered some of the feelings that I have been struggling with lately so some of those feelings have been in the realm of well I'm too hard on myself I can be really critical of myself when I think that there is uh you know it's like this weird, weird paradox of knowing that there is a place of happiness and peace that is greater than the current state that I'm in, um, but simultaneously not being upset if I'm not in that current space, if that makes any sense. I'm trying to, I'll try to, um, elaborate on these thoughts here so it's not super vague but um a great example was um today I was going to the gym after work like I'd planned um my workout routine's been a little bit sporadic lately just with like you know wanting to compromise a little bit on that so I could go spend some important time with uh with friends you know I don't want to miss out on that stuff just to be really strict in the gym and working out but I also do want to be disciplined so Learning that balance is um, a journey right now, and learning what I'm okay with doing, and uh, it's been going well. Um, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, so I had a great day at work. I've been waking up these past few days a little bit more optimistic in the morning with a little bit more energy. I've been doing a few things to um, just kind of bring that positive energy right away for the day so like when I wake up when my alarm goes off I'll stand up out of bed and I'll do like a nice little stretch and uh, I'll just say some like positive things like like I'll just thank whoever I'm talking to we can call it God you can call it energy you can call it the universe whatever it doesn't really matter what label you put on it but just thanking putting gratitude out there for the breath and the feeling of being alive just being grateful that I have that and then working outwards from that a little bit, you know, being grateful for my immediate surroundings, 
the comforts and luxuries that I have that not everyone else gets to experience. I'm fortunate to have these things making my life a little bit more convenient and easy. And, uh, and then what I do, which I learned, um, I learned from a book that I've been reading called Taking the Leap, um, freeing ourselves from, what's it called? Freeing ourselves from old habits, maybe? By, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but Pima Chodron, Pima Kogodron, I'm not sure. Um, uh, she is a Buddhist monk who was originally American, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but it's a great little book. Really short, really kind of like sweet and to the point. And um, just putting like positive, I do positive affirmations, but positive aspirations for the day as well. Um, nothing like, ex- like extraordinarily like out of this world, but um, like, you know, today I will... I will uh, be proud of myself for recognizing when I'm caught in an old habit or an old train of thought. Or uh, today I will express myself freely, which I've been doing a little bit more. I've been being a little bit of a little bit of goofy, a little bit of goofy here and there, a little bit more. Not really feeling as uh, afraid of what people might think of me if I act like a freaking silly goose, which is great. It's very freeing. And uh, it can make other people laugh too, so that's a nice little bonus. Um, you know, sometimes I want to be silly and I want to let it out, but then I like criticize myself, tell myself that like, oh, what are you just like acting stupid? Not stupid, but just like, are you expressing yourself like this just for like attention? And I never think that it comes from a place like that, but it's like this little evil voice in my brain that kind of prevents me from doing something silly or having a little bit more of a laid back, relaxed time, um, and just expressing myself freely in whatever form that is, whether it's like singing or stupid dance or making a silly face or saying something ridiculous. Um, and it's felt good to just do that and just kind of let it out. Just kind of let it happen. It's good. It's good stuff. I practice it when I'm by myself being silly. And uh, makes it a little bit easier, a little bit more normal, per se, or less daunting to do around others. Um, what was I even getting at on this? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just start. <laughs> Man, so if like, okay, this is something I need to work on, like the clarity of my thoughts and my trains of thought is something I would like to work on because this podcast is a direct expression of like the rambling thought process that goes through my head each day and probably is the reason why I feel confused a lot of the time. Like, what was I, uh, what am I even breathing for? Oh shit. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) It's a slight exaggeration, but, like, (laughs) not even really that much. Um, Anyways, back to today, going to the gym. I was planning on going to the gym, you know. I didn't even have, like, a a second thought about it. I was just like, yep, going to the gym, packed my stuff this morning, went to work, felt pretty good at work, got to the gym, and started warming up. And while I was warming up, I was, you know, just, like, in my head a little bit too much, and that could be the product of like, as soon as I get back from work, as soon as I hit Wi-Fi, I'm like, Ooh, let me check my phone. See if I got any messages. Cause like, I typically have a notification to check. Not that I'm like, Ooh, Mr. Popular, but like, I typically have like a message from a friend, a little ding on Instagram, a little text message from mom or dad here and there from a friend. And, uh, the, uh, instant gratification part of my brain is so quick to latch onto that. And so maybe that puts me in a weird mind space, but Maybe not. Maybe it was just low energy, which is kind of like the overarching point that I'm trying to get to is I got to the gym. I started warming up, which for me the past two times has been doing a little bit of jump rope. been enjoying some jump rope and uh, doing like a max set of push-ups before I do my workout. No matter what muscle group I'm working out, hit a max set of push-ups. Do it in the morning. 
do it before workout at the gym. Gonna try to do one before dinner. Anyways, um, you know, I was in there and I just wasn't feeling that like, that like, you know, like that just like internal freaking godly energy flowing through my body sometimes that I feel when I'm exerting myself. And uh, it like, it sucks not to feel that because you feel kind of like, <laughs> like I literally did like 10 minutes of jump rope, maybe not that much. And I literally yawned after and I was like, dude, <laughs> what is going on? And doing like the push-ups, I just didn't feel that freaking explosiveness. You know what I mean? It was kind of, it was kind of like lethargic. And uh, I was like, you know what? Okay. Maybe not every day is like this. Maybe like once you start working out, you know, you get into it. Maybe it's all in the mind, you know, is what I tell myself. So I always give myself a chance. I always get in there and I start lifting. And I start doing my thing and, um, train of thought completely derailed. I start lifting, I start doing my thing. And typically when I'm working out, it brings me to a centered place of focus. And sometimes I unleash that, you know, uh, all, all encompassing energy that I was talking about earlier, that explosiveness that I can feel when I'm exerting myself sometimes. And, um, you know, I want to give it a chance. And as I was working out, it just like wasn't arriving. And then I'm worrying about like, Oh, am I psyching myself out? Like, what is this? And, you know, I did most of the workout. I think I left two exercises at the end that I didn't end up doing, which were like rear delt flies and shoulder shrugs which like one of them is like hard, I guess. I don't know, rear delt flies, it's like, I find that harder than the shoulder shrugs, despite neither of them being easy and they're both lifting weights, but whatever, it doesn't really matter. Um, I just kinda accepted that, you know, for whatever reason today, I didn't have as much energy to put into lifting as I would, you know, prefer to have but there but that doesn't even matter like baseline is just there's a little bit less energy today I did most of the workout so I can feel good about at least getting in there and doing some but I also I've been trying to learn to listen to my body um instead of just you know ignoring when it says that it's too tired and doesn't have energy and then just like going for it anyways um and it's like a hard thing to figure out almost like this is another skill that I'm learning listening to my body at the right time is like okay when am I like actually tired and should probably hold on <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry um <sighs> um you know when am I just being like lazy and I actually have that energy in there or when do I actually not have that energy and I should give my body the rest that it seems to be demanding, you know? And, uh, you know, sometimes I'd like, f I'd beat myself up over that. I'd feel bad for quitting during the workout. But today, you know what I did? And this is going to seem so like, yeah, big whoop. But I just said, I just accepted it. And it was, that was empowering. Like just accepting like, okay, I just don't have the energy right now. I don't know why, and I'd like to figure out why, so I can have the energy in the future, but you know what? I'm just going to take the path of least resistance, and I'm not going to finish the workout. I'm not going to fight through this message from my body telling me that clearly, you know, it's not meant to be right now, and, um, and I also just felt like my mental clarity wasn't super clear, for lack of a better word, during that workout. And, uh, you know, some, and I wasn't feeling like awfully social. I saw like, um, I guess I'd call him a buddy, a buddy of mine at the gym. I met him at the gym and I see him here and there every now and then we're both into, um, the, uh, ATG program, which is the knees over toes guy. He does some really cool, uh, movement exercises for knee joint ankle health, all that good stuff. If, uh, if you want to run faster, if you want to jump higher, if you want to be more athletically developed in your old age and in your current age, then search up the knees over toes guy and you won't regret it. It's amazing stuff.
Um, anyways. Um, yeah, I saw him there, and I was just, like, feeling like, oh, God, I just don't feel like chatting up right now. Like, I just don't have the energy. Not that I don't like him, or not that, like, I just, like, can't even, I wouldn't even know, like, what to say. I just, like, don't feel like it right now. And normally, I'd beat myself up for that, you know? I'd, I would feel like, oh, you know, what's wrong, what's wrong with you, Julian? Why can't you just be in this, uh, awesome social mental state all the time? And, uh, and the other part of my brain would be like, I don't know, what's wrong with me? <laughs> And today I just, you know, kind of just accepted it too. The same way I accepted just not having it to work out in that moment. I just went, all right, I just don't feel like talking much today or right now in this moment because I was chatting up all day at work. And I'm like, well, if you can chat up at work, why can't you chat up here, chat up there? But, you know, it's kind of just that ebb and flow of uh, energy throughout the day that presents itself in different ways. And here I am talking my mouth off in front of a microphone by myself so you know overall I'm not going to feel bad about not being chatty in that one moment when here I am chatting it up to literally no one and um that felt really good too and once I kind of so what I thought was interesting was instead of me wasting the mental energy on being hard on myself for not wanting to chat or even just not wanting to finish the workout, I found that shortly after, I still had the mental energy to, you know, be social and like kind of, you know, relaxed and laid back and like not resistant to talking when I went to the grocery store after. Because, you know, I don't like just like sitting in line there at the grocery store and just like being silent, you know, it's, it's weird to me a little bit to sit there and just like not acknowledge the person or just like only speak on the uh, cashier and customer script that, you know, is there most of the time. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Beep, beep, beep. Do you want bag? No. Or yes. Um, do you want receipt? No. Okay. Have a good day. Yeah. You too. It's like, (laughs) you know, it's fine. And like, I do that too. But, um, um, some, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, there's a whole person standing there, like a whole human being. And it's like, I feel like I'm ignoring that or forgetting about it. If I don't, you know, maybe ask them how they're doing or when they ask me how I'm doing, elaborate on it a little bit, like make it a little bit more real and interesting. But, you know, normally when I get in that state of mind, uh, the one I was talking about earlier where I'm like beating myself up over not being social, then it saps the mental energy I otherwise would have to like ask a curious question to someone or, you know, uh, say something neat that happened during my day and share it with someone else. And, um, So instead of beating myself up about it today, I just went, all right, I'm not talking to anyone if I don't have to. And then, (laughs) and then lo and behold, I wanted to talk to people shortly after because I wasn't spending that mental energy currency on beating myself up. It was reserved for, um, you know, some pleasant chats out in public, which was kind of an awesome Oh, it was just an awesome, like, uh, freaking usage of energy, you know, and it felt good that I kind of had the power to make that happen. And, uh, yeah, so that feels good. I feel like I've unlocked a new skill that is going to be extremely important in the future and I'm excited to continue using it and, uh, to just, uh, it's really hard to just accept when you're not feeling, as hot as uh you want to or feel like you normally do but you know there is no normal we aren't static beings we are uh we are changing constantly and all the time which was an awesome conversation that i had with one of my roommates um i forget how it came up but we were talking about that whole like 
um, like from the perspective of like a chair doesn't exist. And he was like, oh, what do you mean? And uh, not not he didn't really say it like that. He was just like, what do you mean? <laughs> and um, and it, I don't know, it, it got me thinking and talking about it with him. And and uh, it's a cool thought experiment because, you know, what we see as the shape of a chair and the molecule structures combined together to create a chair is only a chair in our human perspective, knowing that, you know, we have needs or wants of certain things that have been a certain way for a long time. So we know what a chair looks like and, you know, we see it, we call it chair. We use it for chair. Um, but I made the, uh, what did I make? I made like an analogy or an example where it's like if you take like a kitchen knife and you use it as a baseball bat instead, whatever, you throw up a small ping pong ball and smack it, you know, in that moment, it's a baseball bat. It may not look like a conventional baseball bat and it may not be the best at its job, but in that moment, it's a baseball bat. And I like this point of view because it kind of, I think it fuels possibility and creativity in the mind when we don't look at, you know, whether it's objects or people, we don't look at them in just the way that we always have, or for maybe their, uh, in quotation marks, intended use. Um, we can find creative different ways to use things and different ways to see things, and it kind of connects you to you know, a larger scope within time. So, um, one of the points I made to my roommate when I was talking about the chair not being real, it's like, okay, all those molecules that the chair was made up of were not a chair, um, not that long ago in relation to our lifespan. Um, and I don't know how long it'll be a chair for, but eventually it'll break down and change forms and the molecules will disperse and form into something else. And so, you know, those molecules are going to escape and it's like, okay, so when those molecules escape and go form different things in different places, it's like, where did that chair go? When, when is it not a chair? It's like, at what point do you assemble this item out of smaller items? Where does it cross the line into chairhood? And where does it cross the line into no longer chairhood? And there's just like arbitrary lines to draw in the sand to, you know, to be convenient for our, uh, monkey brains basically. And it works. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with calling it a chair, but I think acknowledging that, you know, it's not just chair. It's not even chair. It just is it's stuff. It's matter. And it's happened to be assembled into the shape of what we call a chair. I think that's a cool perspective to think about, you know, it's the same with us, you know, when our bodies, you know, you, uh, maybe look at me or talk to me or interact with me as Julian. Um, but you know, eventually when I pass on and my body is, you know, hopefully not in like some, uh, big, maybe a wooden casket, I guess, whatever, as long as it as long as I decompose into the earth, I think <laughs> I'll be satisfied. Um, but yeah, you know, like once my molecules disperse and spread out and are used and recycled by other organisms, it's like, where did what you call Julian go? And it's like, oh, well, Julian is just an idea. Julian is just a concept. Um, that doesn't make it, you know, not real. Cause, uh, it's real. You can see it. You can <laughs> taste it. You can touch it. Anyways, um, you can hear it and smell it, I guess. So it's very real and it, you know, exerts an influence on the reality around us the same way the chair does. I'm still talking about Julian. Um, but you know, um, <laughs> Things aren't static. You know, there wasn't always this Julian and there won't always be this Julian. So, you know, we're just like, we're just, 
little vibrations that come up and join each other for a period of time that feels long to us and is not very long in the grand scheme of things. So if you look at it from kind of like that zoomed out perspective of like those molecules were separate and in different places in the universe and then they came together and formed Julian for a certain amount of time and then after a certain amount of time they dispersed once again. So you can kind of imagine like this like I don't know, a bunch of dots, and then they all come together in a point. Somewhat of a point. Even, like, that point. So, like, this human that I am right now, like, today, you know, I'm still not static, even though I'm, I may look it. Um, you know, maybe sometimes I don't look it. I don't know. But, you know, I'm just shedding skin and growing new skin and... and you know, losing hair and growing new hair and, you know, whatever. And like, oh, sorry, I'm making a bunch of noise. Um, you know, this being that I am, not even just the physical parts, but the spiritual parts, like the, you know, personality that, I'm sorry, I burped again. Um, the personality or the persona that I've had when I was a child or when I was, um, a teenager or even just like in the past couple of years has been fluid and in motion and constantly changing. And, you know, I'm sure, um, people have noticed that I don't maybe act or talk or, you know, conduct myself in the same way that I used to. And I don't think any of us do. I mean, some, you know, some of us, and myself included can get stuck in ways of being for a long time, but even those ways of being are probably fluid to a degree. But, um, yeah, everything is fluid. And so, you know, thinking about that often can be a helpful reminder of when your emotions or your state of energy are fluid and they move in and out like the tides to, uh, you know, <laughs> not get upset at the ocean when it goes to low tide sometimes, you know, what are you going to do? Like, okay. I just thought of a great analogy. All right. So the ocean, the tides coming in and out, those are your states of being levels of energy, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And then you as the human standing beside there, um, you're the mind. And when, uh, the tide's high. You're like, yeah, heck yeah. Look, so much water, so much bountiful water. Oh yeah, I can jump in, swim around, and it's real close and nice and high tide, whatever. Yeah, great. Um, and when the tide goes out, imagine being like, yo, what the heck, dude? Like, how could you do this? <laughs> and then like, imagine going down and just like punching the water <laughs> and just, and just hoping that, you know, it, it rises sooner the more that you, you punch it and shake it around and yell at it and get mad. Um, that's basically what I've been doing to myself for a long time. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, today, instead of punching the water and yelling at it, I decided to just sit there and uh, maybe enjoy a little bit of low tide, you know, maybe enjoy that that feeling of not having to talk to anyone or not having to, you know, do something substantial if I don't have to. Because um, it's just going to drain energy, you know? If you're sitting there punching, yelling at the water, blah, 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 ah, what the heck, come back here. Um, then you're tired, and then when it is high tide and you want to enjoy that high tide that you know you love, you got a little bit less energy. So, you know, I just kind of... I just kind of worked myself into an epiphany of sorts today and then also just talking through it right now. I love having a silly analogy for <laughs> the thought patterns and processes in my head. And uh, maybe someone can relate to this. Um, maybe more people can relate to it than I know. Maybe this isn't something you deal with or struggle with. And they're all valid states of being and um if you do struggle with this like I have been without you know really understanding what I've been doing to myself then 
you know, I hope that you can come away with these silly analogies or these silly uh, little kind of stories that I'm telling and maybe, you know, use it to um, get some stress out of your life. And uh, yeah, it, it just feels better to be kinder to yourself. And, you know, the reason that it's hard for me, I think, is because I have this like complex of and it's again, it's one of these like paradoxical thoughts of wanting to be very productive and work towards something that I really care about and be disciplined and, you know, be progressing and going forward. Um, and then when I have moments where I feel like I'm not so energized or not wanting to talk or not wanting to create or not wanting to work out, then, you know, I get real wor worried and stressed out. I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? Where's that momentum going? How am I going to, how am I going to work towards something important and, 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 and awesome and, and great if I feel like this? And, you know, it's really taking some willpower and will continue to take willpower to kind of just like let go in those moments and reassure myself that, you know, just because I don't feel so hot right now doesn't mean that I'm not going to work hard in the future, you know, it's, uh, and it seems so obvious now, like it just seems so obvious after I, I remember like walking out of the gym after I had kind of like quit without finishing the, you know, typical workout that I do. And, um, I remember just thinking how silly it is to, Hold on, my mind just literally went blank again. Um, mm, uh, shit. One sec. One sec, I got this. Um, take this moment if... Uh, <laughs> if this pause is boring you. Here I am worrying about the pause. I'm not going to worry about the pause. I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm going to rejig the brain. I might make a cut here if I think too take too long to think about this but um mm. water is incredible um i'm just gonna try to start going uh, um i was thinking about how silly it is to be mad at myself for okay i'm back i'm back okay um it's so silly to be mad at myself for stopping the workout today in you know kind of like a worried state like oh no you're not working as hard as you should be and it's like dude it's fine I know you'll work hard again in the future it's not like you haven't worked hard before it's not like you can't do it again or won't do it again because the re whole reason I'm disappointed is because I want to work hard and I want to have that energy to work out and and freaking you know beads of sweat dripping down my face and like get a freaking sick pump while I'm in the gym dude I sound like such a meathead but it feels good and that's what I want and I wasn't getting it today and I was like Ugh! so frustrating but um but it's okay because those days will come again I will get a sick pump again and I will sweat <laughs> again surely you know um and it's so like hilarious to me looking back on it looking back on those times where I am like hard on myself for not, you know, not being all that I think I should be. And, um, you know, it's important to, it's not just important. It is fundamentally crucial to be okay with who and what you are in the moment, you know? Um, because if you beat yourself up or are too critical about yourself, then one, you're wasting mental energy on beating yourself up, kind of like punching the low tide. And you're not setting yourself up into a positive mind environment to make the changes that you actually want to happen, happen. You know, if you're just upset at yourself, I mean, sure, like you can be upset at yourself for your body or whatever and then just go like angrily work out but like are you going to enjoy it I don't think so you know 
I've had workouts where, yeah, but, you know, sometimes you have a workout where you need to let some frustration out and you let it out in the gym or you let it out on a run and that, that feels good and that's necessary. But, you know, when you're make when you want to make positive changes towards your life, it's like while you're doing those activities that are positive changes, you have the right to enjoy those and you have the right to enjoy not doing them too. You know, not doing something negative necessarily. You probably want to avoid doing negative things or things that um, hurt the progress that you're trying to make. But yeah, you want you want to enjoy the process because the process. There's nothing but the process. Life is the process. You know. How many times have you gotten to the end goal and been like, okay, what's next? You know, how many times did you get that thing that you really wanted and then it became so normal in your life and you used it so much that it didn't have that excitement and that vigor that you that you thought it would supply you with forever, you know? Maybe I'm, you know, I'm sure other people, like, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but... um you know, that's, that's like a state of mind that I'm trying to learn to be in more frequently is knowing that the process is all there is. It really is. The process is all that there is. Like if I think about like my current physique, for example, versus my physique, maybe like a year or two ago, or like, especially when I was younger, and didn't quite have whether it was like the testosterone or the state of mind or probably a combination of all those things to like actually build muscle and you know uh have like a decently fast metabolism um it's like when i was younger i would have like literally chopped a finger off to have the body that i do now and the body that i have now i'm still <laughs> I don't want to say not satisfied because I am proud of myself and proud of the work that I've done, but you know, I know that, you know, I'm not going to quit here. There's still more to attain and achieve. And, um, you know, when I get to the physique that I want to have, the one that I like, I envision in my brain, I'm sure there's something else that I'll, you know, want to work towards too. And that's kind of like the beautiful cycle of it all and it's if you're like always like wishing that you were at this different state or this different stage that you're working towards instead of the state or stage that you're in now then you won't enjoy the time that you're having and uh I'm saying this as if I'm good at it and I want to make this clear that I am not good at this <laughs> I this is like what I've just been talking about for the past few minutes is like probably it's like my arch nemesis of 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 like um, states of mind is forgetting that forgetting that the process is everything you know it's like ugh. I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but it's like, it's like when you're trying to tell a joke or trying to say something funny and you can't even finish saying it because you start laughing. You're just enjoying the act of it coming out of your mouth and making sounds into the air so much that you can't even like finish what you initially wanted to do. Maybe that's a good analogy. Maybe it's not. But, um, yeah, I feel good after talking about that and kind of working it out. And these thoughts kind of float around in my brain and I try to write some of them down. Oh my God, the voice cracks. I try to write some of them down and, um, you know, remind myself of them, but working through them and speaking them out myself has proven to be a very effective way of solidifying concepts in my brain you know 
I consume a lot of content and I want to, and I create a bit of content, um, whether that's like Instagram stories, uh, fun little things, little silly videos I'll send my friends, um, this podcast, for example, or even just like singing along to instrumental music in my car, which is a really fun thing to do is just like play some instrumental music that you really like and create a song to it just in your car. It doesn't have to be good. It can be stupid. It can be ridiculous. It doesn't even have to be words. I usually just don't even do words. I just do like gibberish most of the time because I can't even, I don't even know what to sing about. I don't even, that's the trouble I had when I was like making songs. I was like, what do I even, what is there to say? You know, what is there to say? I prefer to listen. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I create very little content in comparison to the content that I consume, whether it's Instagram or podcasts or books. And I think that that's a reason why I feel like my, my, my brain isn't as powerful as it could be. Um, yeah, I've been a consumer of content for a long time, like strictly consuming content and making some, but I want to, I want to change that balance. I want a different ratio. I want to, I want to, I want to create a little bit more content because to me, when I'm creating content, I sound like such an influencer right now, but, um, when I'm creating content, that's when thoughts and concepts really solidify in my brain. So yeah, it's great to like read a book. That's awesome. But I find I often don't retain much from it unless I write things out in a way that I can explain to myself afterwards. And so I'm working towards doing that. I have a little notepad and I have little sections in there, different books I'm reading and I'm going to try to make a habit out of re-explaining concepts to myself, um, you know, in different words than what was said in the book, which is actually a super valuable skill that I totally took for granted while I was, you know, in public school. They were like, copy it down, but in uh, your own words. And I was like, what? why? <laughs> and now I see, dude, it was, you know, they were right all along and, you know, <laughs> that's what it takes for me to see it sometimes is like I've had so many realizations where I'm like oh you know mom was right all along and it's okay you know you don't have to beat yourself up about not realizing it when mom was telling you but just be glad that you've realized it at all you know and then you can thank your mom for example for saying you know what thanks for you know Thanks for saying that to me because even though I didn't listen to you, it was definitely in my brain, you know? You know, I used to be, I used to be a little bit like judgmental of my mom, for example, for, you know, maybe some of her more spiritual practices like um, burning sage in the house or like using essential oils and being like, you know, I'd be like, you know, I'd like kind of pass it all off be like, oh, this is so like woo woo, eh, whatever, eh why do you use essential oils and uh now as i'm growing older you know i'm finding the value and maybe not just the value but that i like those things too and uh it can be a total i told you so moment for my mom but she's not like that at all she's you know probably just happy that we can share in those um joys of life together you know and I think that's awesome. And um, I probably have a lot more epiphanies ahead of me to realize and to, you know, be like, oh, they were right all along. And I was being, maybe not just being, I was probably being stubborn, but I was probably also just, you know, a mix of things. Insecure, um, not thinking it through selfish, whatever, um, yeah, so, 
It's about 45 minutes into this podcast. Sorry, I'm making noise with my water bottle. I hope it's not too bad. Um, I hope the audio on this qual- the audio on this podcast episode is going to be good. I'm going to speak it out there. Um, but I'm feeling myself winding down a little bit, so I'm not going to try to force it. I'm sure you've probably noticed in like the past however many minutes, you know, I'm kind of winding down and maybe looking for things to talk about. Um, this wasn't a huge you know, update with like the activities that I've done, but it's been an update with some of the more important mental hurdles I've been attempting to jump over. Um, so I'm going to close this out. I'm going to check, um, my like message inbox. We don't have any messages. Um, but if you want to, if you want to send an anonymous message or a non-anonymous message or question, um, you can ask me literally anything. You can ask me something stupid. You can ask me something personal. You can ask me something weird. And I'll answer it to the best of my ability while maintaining the privacy of others. Um, yeah. So, if you're here, thanks for listening. If you're not, that's okay. Thanks for being. Um, we are going to end this off with some positive affirmations. One of my favorites, and I'll probably say this one each and every time I say it most days, not as much as I would like to, but we're going to get back into the swing of that. I bring love and light to everyone that I meet. You know, I just, all I could ask for is to bring a positive, uplifting energy to those around me, because those are the kinds of people that I love being around, and, you know, there's already enough uh, pain and suffering in the world, so let's put our best foot forward to bring in a little bit of the opposite, or not even a little bit, a lot of the opposite. Let's bring in a lot of love, a lot of light, a lot of positivity, a lot of honesty, you know, curiosity, all that good stuff. Let it out, express it, whatever it is, even if you think it sounds dumb or if it's scary to, you can do it. Um, mm, I have one here which kind of relates a little bit to uh, my conquering of the negative part of my brain today all enemy thoughts are wiped out I am victorious and that one's like that one's kind of got like a bit of a medieval vibe to it you know enemy thoughts are wiped out and I'm victorious I like that it feels substantial when I say it Um, but interpreting it in the right way is important and, uh, identifying enemy thoughts is also important. Any negative thoughts, any negative thoughts about yourself, any thoughts that you have that put you in a worse mood, just know that they're thoughts. They're literally figments of your imagination and they can poof away in the wind easier than, I don't know, uh, if you were holding icing sugar in, uh, you know, in a tornado, terrible analogy but it it works um what's another one here life is incredible every day that one is very hmm how say uh maybe fundamental is a close word but not the right word i want to use um you know it's uh it's about not you know compartmentalizing your day into the things that you did or the what you didn't do it's even just about sitting silently breathing listening acknowledging that you are a being in a 3D world 4D if you count time and just the beauty of it all I mean even just sitting here at my desk the air and space between my face and the wall just acknowledging that acknowledging the feeling of your breath moving the sounds of the crickets outside the birds the feeling of the floor on your feet I mean we live in a dream we live in an alien dream if you look around 
and forget about all the nonsense that clouds your brain. We live in an incredible reality, and it is what you make of it. That is not to say that things are not hard or painful, because they are, and that's part of the reality that we're in, but there's also the other side, where there's joy, there's peace, there is freedom, and you have the right and the ability to attain all of that, and I do too, and I'm not special, you know, well, we're all special, but, you know, I'm no more able than anyone else's, I'm just a normal person, and uh, I believe that I can achieve, and you should believe too, and I believe in you, thank you for listening, peace and love, drink some water, take five deep breaths through your nose before you go to bed tonight and you know list some things that you're grateful for and some things that you're proud of yourself for today and wake up in the morning and set a good intention and remind yourself that life is incredible thank you once again i'm dragging this out and i'm hungry i'm gonna get some dinner um i love you and you love me, but you don't know it yet. (laughs) All right. Good night. Good day. Good life. Goodbye.